Please don't I'm, wait. Can we just pause and just say, could we not have any dry heaving? Absolutely. As we talk about this. Well, we'll see. Okay, so no olives. Can't always control it. Green olives. No green olives with plementos. It's the Matt and Beth Show. Welcome to the Matt and Beth Show. This is episode 30. All the other episodes are at themattandbethshow.com. Hi, Beth. Good morning. Sounds good. Yeah, sounds great. I'm going to try to keep myself down don't real low. Don't touch Don't touch me. Buttons. <laughs> well, don't touch me either, but I'm just saying, <laughs> leave the buttons alone. If you mess with it, you may never get it back. So uh, it yeah. is Halloween time. Halloween. You trick or treat still? Uh, <laughs> is there an I age to stop trick or treating? Yes. No, maybe That's so. an interesting question. Yeah. I don't know. I think if you're going to put a costume on, you should get some candy. But even if you're 17, 18 years old? I think if you took the time to put a costume on, I think let kids be kids. No, no, that wasn't kids. I said about like 18 or 19. <laughs> year old. Maybe if you've graduated high school. Okay, okay. So there's the there's But I the think line. if a group of teenagers is out hanging out, being kids. Yes. Let them be kids. Right. Give them a candy bar. Right, 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 right. They could be out doing something else. Yeah. Right. Right. And they might be later. <laughs> they might be egging your car and TV your lawn later. But for now, they're dressed like babies in their zip-up pajamas. Did you ever <laughs> egg or TP anybody's house? No. Never. Have you ever been egged or TP? Oh, maybe maybe TP. Yeah, egg's a little bit extreme. Yeah, egg is. Yeah. We got egged one time. I was pregnant with Faye. And by pregnant, like I was maybe like a week away from having Faye. And I was up in the middle of the night because, of course, I couldn't sleep. And I, like, heard it hit. I was sitting in the living room and heard and saw it hit the window. No. So I, like, you know, tried to rush out there to find out who these punks were, like, pushing myself up off the seat, waddling out in my pajamas. Like, hey! And the kid just, like, stared at me like a deer in oh, the headlights. Saw him too. Yes! Whoa. Just stared. And we, like, held eye count. And I was like, I don't know what to say. But I know that you just egged me, and then you just got in the car and drove away. And I was like, but I don't know. But, like, why me? What did I ever, what did I do to you? It was not somebody I've ever met. Maybe that's why he was looking at me so weird. He's like, that's not the right person. This is the wrong house. I never thought of that. He probably was, like, oh, so confused no. why this super pregnant lady right. was hanging out, like, at his friend's house. <laughs> it was it was gross too. It was a summer, so it was hot. Cleaning it up was a whole thing. Why is this super pregnant lady hanging out of my friend's house? <laughs> <laughs> I never uh, thought about that. He probably he did look like he just like stood still real quick, stared, uh -oh. eye contact, uh -oh. didn't move. <laughs> All the wheels must have been turning trying to figure out what was going on. That's so funny. No, yeah. I don't go trigger training, but I don't think I think you should give candy to whoever shows up. Okay, I agree with that. I agree. Um, let's let's talk about this. We've got uh, Halloween coming up, so if you are trick or treating, uh, not just on Halloween anymore, a bunch of things like two weeks leading up to Halloween, which we've already kind of passed. But where is the Matt and Beth show going to be trunk or treating at this Halloween? We're going to be a part of trunk or treat with Mercy City Church. Sunday, October 29th from 5 to 7 p.m. There are going to be, I believe, 150 trunks yeah. out there, which if you count, if you th 
do the math, that's 150 pieces of candy. Unless so somebody gives you two. Go ahead and schedule that dentist appointment <laughs> now. Uh, but we'll be out there hanging out. There's going to be food trucks. There's going to be a photo booths, chance for you to just hang out with your family. And in a safe environment, you might feel like, I've got these young kids. I don't know about just like taking them out in the neighborhood. But this is going to be a safe place for everybody. Lots of creativity is going into these trunks. Matt and I will be there. We're going to be hanging out. Come see us Sunday, October 29th. Trunk or treat with Mercy City Church at Haymarket Park. You know, it's interesting with Halloween being around the corner because my daughter just told me this story the other day and she's six and I hear her from the back of the car say, yeah, me and my friend, uh, my friend says that the bathroom at school is haunted. Huh? And I, I just immediately like my ears perk up because I was like, what do you even know about the, what does haunted even mean? Right. You know, and of course I want to just like shut it down fast, but of course I'm, I'm also a little bit curious, like why is the bathroom haunted? And she said, yeah, when she was in there the other day, um, she was washing her hands and the door just like slammed. So we think it's haunted. <laughs> I was like, Let's take it back a little further. <laughs> Why would it be haunted? <laughs> well, it goes back to there's a sign on the door that says, you know, you might not know this in women's bathrooms, most bathrooms. I don't know why we still need to be reminded of this, but it says, do not flush anything but toilet paper, right? right. Do not flush feminine products. Yeah. And she goes, she flushed something. Now it's haunted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you really shouldn't flush things if they say don't flush things. <laughs> uh, that's how the bathroom gets haunted. Is that how? Yes. Uh, yes. But we had a question about paranormal activity. Yes. Paranor yes. What does that even mean? Paranormal, paranormal activity. Is that like the activity of dead people? I don't know exactly what the definition is because I think paranormal just means outside of normal. So like in my life, it's <laughs> like, I don't know, a clean house. <laughs> uh, when I think of the word paranormal, I just think in general of like spiritual forces at play. Do you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I personally think that when someone passes away, they are, they have passed. Um, but I do think there are, spiritual works at play you know god created the world uh but then sin entered the world and when sin entered and satan entered the world um there became immediately this battle of, of truly of light versus darkness this battle that has been waging and will continue to wage for you know until jesus comes back and and takes us to heaven so yes i do think there are spiritual forces at play. Um, but the Bible talks about, there's a verse that talks about um, he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Mm. The Bible talks about light cannot dwell with darkness. And so when people bring that up, I'm always quick to say like, Hey, if you know, Jesus, you have, we have nothing to fear. None of that can hurt us. None of it can dwell inside of us. That if you truly believe in Jesus, that light can't dwell with darkness and uh, he's greater than anything else that's going on around there. So do I believe that something spiritual is happening all the time? Yes. But I know that I'm on, you know, with Jesus on my side, that we win. And don't flush things down toilets, kids. <laughs> yes.
So I feel like you've been holding something back from us. <laughs> oh, no. Mm-hmm. What? What? So I'm not going to consider this a tall tale or a live any sort. Not even a fib. Mm-hmm. Because you were never okay. asked, but I do believe okay. that you are slightly humble, although very competitive. Mm-hmm. I think that the competitive nature and the humble bit about you, they work well together. Peanut butter and jelly, more so jelly and uh, bacon. Mm-hmm. Humble but competitive. Got yes, it. humble but competitive. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I think I'm going to chalk this up that you didn't say anything because you're humble mm-hmm. and you weren't talking about yourself. But when someone told me that you have a culinary degree or culinary <laughs> certificate or culinary background, I'm like, yeah, right. That's Beth, right? Same Beth? Not a different Beth. Beth, Beth? For real? She went to school. Went to school? For- That's why her food's so good. Why doesn't she ever say that when you ask, why is your food so good? She could easily say, because I went to school for this. But you never do. Well, let's just be clear. Okay. Okay. When I was engaged to be married, I was just doing like a academic transfer program at community college here. Yeah. And, but I knew that I wanted, I knew we were getting married and I wanted to be done with something, have something to show for it. Mm. So I was in a nutrition class and the, the nutrition, like the, the professor was like, Hey, have you ever thought about our diet tech program? So it's a, to be clear, it's an associate's degree. It's nothing fancy. And it's a dietetic technology where half the, half the classes are nutrition based and half are culinary arts. Got so it's it. like a combo. You can go there and get a degree in culinary arts. Yeah, yeah. I didn't do that full yeah, yeah. program. It was kind of like half of my degree was that. And at the time, it seemed like a great option. Like, I'm about to get married to a pastor. Surely I'm going to be cooking for large groups yeah. of people. And I can graduate on Thursday and get married on Saturday. Sure. Sign me up. So that's why it's not like I went to, you know, Cordon Bleu, you know, some French academy and studied culinary arts. Yeah. So but still, it's not it has, really like something to brag about. Did it have, does it have anything to do with the way that you cook now? Well, I'm sure I'd like to think so. Sure. I mean, I took a class cooking for 50, you know, or whatever. So I, I guess it probably, maybe, maybe it births something in me. I don't know. I just like, I just like to cook. You make good stuff. Oh, thank you. So here's the question that we get from one of our listeners is your favorite recipe. What is your favorite recipe? That's okay. I think that's an interesting question. Like, do you want to know like how many cups of flour are in my recipe? No. Uh, like, like, like what like is just you, things that I love to things that you love to make. How about things that you mm-hmm. love to make for other people? Mm-hmm. What's like the crowd I mean, pleaser? The that you go know? to yeah. is, is probably ch- chili and cinnamon rolls. Okay. Yeah. You make good chili. Why is your chili good? I don't know. Cause your cinnamon rolls are so good. One time. I don't know. Your cinnamon rolls are really good. They and that's not me just saying your cinnamon rolls other. are really good. Your cinnamon rolls are amazing. I, uh, thank you. Yeah. I, one day there was a, you know, I think it's the competition, Matt. It's funny that you bring the competition into it because my high school was doing an alumni football game with an alumni chili cook-off one day. And I was like, my sisters and I were like, well, let's do it. None of us had ever made chili, but decided we're going to win this competition. So we 
went to the store, we bought all the things and we just kind of made it up. I mean, really, we made it up. But then we went to this competition and we served our chili and everybody else got their little crock pot and their little cup of chili. Well, we put cheese, some sour cream, and then put a little Frito scoop oh, in there. Right, right. We all wore sombreros. Okay. We had a friend walking around, like basically yelling, you know, like hawking it for us. Like yeah. number seven, vote for number 17, you know? And so I think we won probably more just because people knew who we were because we were wearing sombreros yeah. and yelling vote for number 17 or whatever. And it probably looked really cool in that cup with everything. Well, yeah. yeah. And it was just, it was memorable. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I, t- the chili, I don't know. I think it's, it's good. I mean, but we just, we just made it up. I don't know, but favorite recipe. So I like chili and cinnamon rolls. Um, I have a, a pumpkin bar recipe from my mother-in-law. I mean, it's fall. So I'm thinking, yeah. oh, I'll tell you this. I have a pumpkin bread recipe when I was in culinary arts school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was getting married. I had a pampered chef bridal shower and my my professors from the program sent recipes. Everybody sent recipes. That was part of the shower. Oh, cool. So that I would start my marriage with every yeah. all these recipes. and. One of the professors gave me a pumpkin bread recipe that uh, sat in my the box for at least ten or twelve years, and now I can't make enough of it every fall. So it's it's on a card. It's literally now twenty plus years old on this card, and it's maybe my favorite recipe. And it's from some random professor in college. Are How you down to that? share it? Well, I, I mean, I don't have it memorized, but I could I could take a picture of it. And you have the card though. The, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But People here's my, it. here's my thought on recipes. Um, when people are like, nope, secret. Nope. Not going to tell you. It's one thing maybe for like Chick-fil-A, maybe, you know, they make their money on selling their own, you know, they sell their sauce or right, whatever right, it is. Right, right, right. If that's your business that you're making money on. But I feel like with recipes, share them. Share. Like why keep yeah. it a secret if it's something that you enjoy? Right. Like why? I mean, you don't have to maybe... I guess, why would not though? Why not post it on the internet? But I think all, I mean, if if you have something that's good and people love it, why wouldn't you share it? I think recipes are made to be shared. Share your favorite recipes with us. You can share them via Facebook or Instagram at the Matt and Beth show. Find one of our posts or take a picture of your favorite recipe card and tag us in it. But if you have a recipe you love, let's not keep it to ourselves, but let's share the love with everybody. Sharing is caring. Caring is sharing. So share them on Facebook or Instagram, the Matt and Beth show, or just email them to us, the Matt and Beth show at gmail.com. Okay, this is one I'm going to want to ask you, and then I want the answer right away, okay? Oh, fast answer. Yep, fast answer. Ready. You sure? Um, yeah. This is a hard-hitting one. This is a big one. What did you have for dinner last night? Homemade runs. Ah, you remember! I do! Without looking, what shoes are you wearing? Blue New Balance. Yeah! Did I do it? You don't? No. You don't know dinner last night? No. 
I really don't. <laughs> oh yeah, we did. I didn't eat dinner. But the girls went to uh, Dairy. Have you ever eaten a Dairy Queen food? I I would never think we're gonna go grab some food. Yeah, I just would never think of Dairy Queen. That's what last night the girls ate. But for for a long time they really didn't. Yeah. They, well, no, that's what we used to eat. Like as kids, they had you good did? food. Yes. <gasps> oh yeah, that's where you met your dad. Yes. But so that's we'd right. go. My brother and I would go. So huh. on Wednesdays that my stepdad. Not my current stepdad, my old stepdad, mm-hmm. my first stepdad. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, uh, they loved cheese soup at Denny's on Wednesdays, and at so Denny's? yeah, isn't that weird? So they had cheese soup at Wednesday, Wednes on Wednesdays. So then they would go there, and then we would get like five bucks a piece, and we'd go buy full meal deals at Dairy Queen. Yeah, so they're four ninety nine a pop. So I don't know how we paid for tax. Hmm. <laughs> Who made the runzas, Donna? I did. Oh, you did. I did. <sighs> yeah. You know, I always feel like um, saying to you, "Ah, why don't you save any?" And you're, you're probably like, "Ah, when did it become my responsibility to feed you?" <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I thought about writing in my cookbook yeah. that has that recipe in it. I thought about yesterday, last night, as we're putting away. I don't know. 40 extra ones <laughs> that I made. I need to write in the cookbook. Do not double. Really? You know, cause when you pull up a recipe, I mean, I've got a family of six. And so right. I'm often thinking, well, if I can double this and we'll eat it for leftovers or school lunches or whatever. And so I did double it yesterday and I felt like I was making just a lot. There were just a lot of them. I mean, I froze, well, yeah. I froze some, there are some in the fridge. They took them to lunch today. We will be eating them. Yeah, I yeah, should yeah. have texted all my people and said, Hey, I got run since <laughs> anybody wants to come over. Yeah. Do you I make them have. any different than the regular runs? Well, the recipe I have is from like a, a crossroads cookbook yeah. that they put together years and years ago, like before a computer, like they typed up uh, a typewriter, I huh. think. Um, so they're called cabbage rolls. They're okay. not called runzas, but Keep you they're sweeter. Sued. I, but I'll put, you know, I'll, sometimes I'll put jalapenos in them Ooh, or yes, pepper jack or whatever. Right. One thing that you did uh, for a recipe, and this can go back to one of our uh, listeners asked, what's your favorite recipe? Mm. So we can get into that in just a moment. But one thing you did that I questioned. Yes. Now I've questioned like, hey, okay. why don't you put chocolate chips into things? Right. But I questioned now one thing that you made. Why did you put this into it? Okay. What was it? And I still question why. Okay. And I think at some point, like most things, I'll be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense now. Mm-hmm. This one, you this haven't, one I hasn't. haven't sold you on this uh-uh. one. Huh? Okay. Ready? No, I am. I'm curious what it is. Jelly in like your breakfast burritos. <gasps> oh. What's the deal with that? You're not interested yeah, in that, Yeah. What's, huh? I mean, well, it, it, it wasn't that it was bad. It was just like, I've never, why? Mm. Just to add that sweetness to something that's spicy? If you put something spicy in it, yeah. I wouldn't do it if it just had eggs in it necessarily. Yeah. Would you put it on a, like an egg sandwich? Like if you made an English muffin no. breakfast sandwich, no. you wouldn't put jelly no. on it? With, with eggs? And bacon. No. You got the sweet, savory. If it had nothing other than just the mm-hmm. crumpet or just the croissant or whatever else you're making. The English muffin. English the toast. muffin, the toast. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you make toast sound so weird? <laughs> Did you ever dress up as a kid for Halloween? Did you guys celebrate Halloween? We didn't. You didn't. No. So what did you guys do? We just hung out at home. Yeah. I mean, we might give away candy, but, you know, sometimes there were parties at church or something, but right. most of the time we just hung out at home. We just didn't. 
I don't I don't like any I don't like any of the scary stuff. Yeah, I yeah, personally yeah. don't even like a lot of the decor. So I'm fine. You know the hanging sc- out. As a kid, I was definitely fine hanging out. Now we hang out outside in our front yard and Yeah. The the thing about the scary part of Halloween is I think that ruined it for my girls. Because there's a semi like non-scary part of Halloween where we dress up and we have fun and we wear costumes yeah. and some costumes are scary, some aren't, but Halloween, I think that if you go to like, and I think this should be a thing. I know some places there are, and I don't think it's in Lincoln, that you get like a special bracelet okay. for kids who just don't want to be scared. Because when uh, you go to those places, a lot of times if it starts getting dark, then the scary people are walking around and they'll mm-hmm. scare you. But if you have a magic bracelet, invisible bracelet on, that's you're invisible so the monsters can't see you. Something like that to where they avoid because they don't know. They're just doing their job and going around scaring people. Well, I mean, it can really take away from like what you want Halloween to become, which can be a fun, festive, non freaky, freaky stuff. Blood doesn't need to be coming out of everyone's eyes. I agree. I'm also like, maybe don't go to those scary places at night either. Right, right. Like, if you really don't like that. But, and that's true, but I I don't like it either. There's just some, there's stuff there that you can do that's after dark that's not really supposed to be scary. Uh, Just like fall and bonfires. Right, right. And going bonfires and hot Mm -hmm. dogs and apples and popcorn or whatever. I'm now I'm hungry. But if you could (laughs) do that and not be scared by the people that are just wandering around with, with, Scary costumes? Okay, I want the bracelet is what I'm saying. I want the bracelet. <laughs> Somebody find Matt this bracelet. What does he have to do to get this bracelet? I keep saying kids, but I just want to say <laughs> me. <laughs> Let's do the top 10 costumes of 2023. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, I got a list right here. Are we looking at pop culture? We're looking at, I mean, at, at the Google. Yeah. Google said, what are the most popular Halloween costumes for 2023? And it looks like a news station in California mm. came up with it. So I'm sure it's it's completely accurate. Number one everywhere is Barbie. <gasps> oh, my goodness. I was just going to say you need to think for just a minute because I bet you can get it. Barbie? It's Barbie. Yes. It is it is. all the Barbie characters? It just says Barbie. Okay. So, But that makes sense because the movie. Some of these are pretty generic, like they're probably every year the the top. What do you think? Some every year, like Princess. Yeah. Spider Man. Yeah. A witch. Duh. A fairy. Duh. A ghost. There's no ghost on here. Oh, weird. Dinosaur, cowboy, ninja. These two surprised me. A bunny. And then this this last one. Okay, so this is a character that was on a show um many years ago. As when we were kids, probably even before we were kids, a little bit, maybe. Character on a show, but she has a new, I believe, her own show now. So she was the daughter in a specific family. The show had a little creepy factor. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, I'm there. there. I see Are her face. There? Yes, it's a day of the week. It's uh, a day of the week. I don't know. What is it? I'm just kidding. Wednesday. Wednesday Adams. Yeah. 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 But that was kind of a big And that shows comeback. Big. Yeah, 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 big yeah, comeback yeah. this year. So You know, well, let me ask you this. Is it so, so uh, yeah. About uh about dressing up. Yeah. So uh you know what my nine year old wanted to be for Halloween? What's that? She wanted to be a bad angel. 
you know what that is? Yeah. That's the devil. She wanted to be yeah. the devil. She wanted to be <laughs> Satan. And I said, no one in this house is dressing up as Satan. Oh, so, yeah. But, we could put our foot down there. Right. That's probably, here's the line, Satan's one of the few things on the other side of it. I think that's an okay stance to take. You're listening to Matt and my mom. This is the Matt and the show. The pet costumes that have the uh, dogs that look like they have legs in front. So when they're oh, walking, I all know. you see is their legs. Or or have you seen the one where it looks like a teddy bear? So then it's around the dog's face yes. and then it has the whole body in front. And all you see is this Gosh, teddy, teddy bear, bear running at you. Yeah, you. It's so adorable. That's cute. So let's let's go over this though. I don't even like buy costumes for my kids though. <laughs> they have to like put theirs together. I'm probably not buying one yeah, for the dog. Right? But a lot of people do. I was reading about the amount of money spent on Halloween. Yeah. And this year it's estimated twelve point two billion is gonna be spent just on the holiday this year. Twelve point two billion? Yeah, Amer and Americans. Okay. Four point one billion is spent on costumes. It's basically like half and half kids and adults, which I think is funny. Um, but there's $700 million still left to be spent. $700 million spent in the U.S. on pet costumes. Do you want to know what the top 10 pet <laughs> costumes are for 2023? I just, I have to move on from the dollar amount. Yes, please. Please tell us the top 10 costumes. Uh, one of my favorite so far, just being in the region that we are, is a Patrick, rule? Oh. Patrick Mahomes. <gasps> Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I don't think this is exactly like 2023. Wow, all these things blew up in 2023. That's why your dog is dressing like that. So like a mail carrier. A dog dressed up like a mail carrier holding a package. Aww, that's kind of cute. It, well, and it's cute because of what they can do with the costumes and how the back legs aren't even seen. The front ones wear the pants, and then it this has, <laughs> has it holding a package. But So that's one of the uh, pet costumes that's great this year. Uh, there's Gangsta Kitty. <laughs> Gangsta Kitty. For a dog or for a kitty? Uh, for a kitty cat. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, a dog could wear can it. Can a dog dress up as a cat? Absolutely. Can you get a Barbie costume for your Great Dane? Uh, we've got the big dog princess costume. Okay. No, they're wearing pink, but it's I don't think they can call it Barbie. Maybe mm, the dog market. Issues. Right, right. <laughs> There's the dog and cat uh, uh, French maid. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, witch costume for the dogs. Pumpkins, of course. Of course. Hot dogs for dogs. That's always a popular one. Okay, okay. Um. And I'll put some of these pictures up on our Facebook and our Instagram so you can see them. But that's all I got. This is funny to me, Matt. We had a listener that asked about Beth's favorite recipes. And then they said, Matt's least favorite foods. Do they just, why would they assume that you don't cook from a recipe? What about your life? Right. And your lifestyle screams... I don't follow the rules. I, I have I don't know where they got something like that. Yeah, I know. Right, right. I follow recipes <laughs> to a T. Uh-huh. To an L. <laughs> uh, I don't know what that is. Maybe it's just because it's, I like to eat other people's recipes. But yeah. I cook a little bit. I yeah. cook a little bit. Yeah. I grill a little you bit. Grill. Grill. I yeah. PB and J. Yeah. Uh, you were making linen's lunch, lunch when I got morning. here today. Put some salami in a bag. Great job. Thank she you. said it was missing nothing but cookies. But a cookie. Right. And I 
made those last night. <laughs> <laughs> Least favorite foods. We already know you don't like olives. Please don't. I, wait, can we just pause and just say, could we not have any dry heaving absolutely. as we talk about this? Well, we'll see. Okay, so no olives. Can't always control it. Green olives. No green olives with plementos. Green. Oh, you like the black ones? Yeah, black olives. I love black olives all day long. Yeah. Did black olives come up on the whole episode we did about olives? Nah, but we talked about green olives. <laughs> totally different. Okay, well, we're not talking about foods you like, Matt. No, it's foods I don't like. So green olives stuff green with the, olive with the uh, with placenta. Uh, the red placenta, which is uh, interesting. I'm just kidding. Okay, sorry. No dry hey. heaves. Uh, mm. uh, and then cauliflower. Not a big fan of cauliflower. Mm -hmm. Very dry. It's the... The dried... Uh, like raw cauliflower just kind of like crumbles into pieces. Right, 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 right. What about, you know, the craze for a little while was cauliflower everything. Yeah. Rice, like, pizza crust. Like chicken wings. Ice cream, chicken wings. <laughs> yeah. Cauliflower wings. Is yeah. that just fried cauliflower? Yeah, or like was dip it in buffalo sauce and then... Uh-huh. Just like tofu, it takes on the flavor of other things. Oh. And so how did you feel about that? About the tofu? Yeah. Do you like... No. Uh. <laughs> Do you like tofu? Is that I'm on your list? I'm not a big fan. No, no okay. I don't like that either. Uh, no, cauliflower. Do you eat it if it's like cooked and dipped in blue cheese? Yeah, yeah, maybe, but I've never had it like you, that. You would never order it. I just, yeah, I avoid it if it's on a menu or if anyone's cooking it mm -hmm. at all. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll say that that's a, for sure on the list <laughs> yeah, so of the least list. favorite foods. But you eat most everything. You're not picky. No, no, no. I'll eat it. It's just I won't enjoy it. Like if you were to say pick out your favorite things here, I'd probably leave cauliflower, maybe some tofu to the back, yeah. green olives with the red stuff. Mm -hmm. All that stuff can go to the back. Unless that was all it was there to eat, then I'd choke it down. Then you're going to eat. Yeah, you're I'm going to choke. No, nah, I'm not going to go hungry. No. Right? What do you want to do? Enough blue cheese dressing <sighs> you can dip. Anything. Just about anything. anything. Tofu and blue cheese that. dressing is so good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so the whole goal was for us to read the paper Bible instead of just the app. And I, maybe it's maybe you've been reading the paper Bible forever, but I know a lot of us have been getting into our phones, getting into the U version of the Bible in our apps and, and reading it that way. But what would happen if we spent an entire month with our paper Bibles and we found out some good stuff? It was good. I enjoyed it. It was a reminder that this, the words that I'm reading are not just random words that you find on Google or any search engine, but it, they really are God's words to us. So thanks for being a part of the Paper Bible Challenge. And more than anything, I'm just excited to see our friends and our community diving in and, and reading God's word every day. We want to thank our sponsor, Aaron Young, Chef Off Chef, Wham Bam, Meal in a Pan. If you are wanting a meal for tonight, wambammealinapan.com. If you're wanting a meal for your entire wedding, Chef Off Chef Catering can take care of that. Same place, wambammealinapan.com. I need some good news, baby. Give it to me. Give it to me. Your wrap-up is brought to you by Trinity Chiropractic at 31st and O Street here in Lincoln. Get in and see Dr. Bo and his entire crew, and they will make you feel better. Well, he'll make you feel better. They'll make you feel welcome. So go see him, Dr. Bo, Trinity Chiropractic, trinitychiro.com. Here's Beth with your wrap-up. 
We talked a lot today about Halloween. And if I'm going to be honest, I am done talking about Halloween and I'm ready to move on. Yeah. It's not my favorite holiday. Let's move on. And because by the time we come back with our next episode, we are going to be into November. And I love when we take the month of November to just focus on gratitude, focus on thankfulness, the things that we are thankful for. So we did a paper Bible challenge in October, but I want to challenge you to show your gratitude attitude and show your thankfulness to the people in your life. There's a verse in Philippians chapter one, verse three, Paul says, every time I think of you, I give thanks to God. Whenever I pray, I make my requests for all of you with joy. So I want you to think about not just, I'm thankful for a roof over my head. I'm thankful for, uh, you know, food on the table. No, I want you to think of a person and something specific that you are thankful for. And I think we should write a note every day. Mm -hmm. I'm committing to this. I am going to send a thank you note every day of November. Now, my asterisk here is some of them can be digital. It yeah. can be a text message. I personally am going to do make sure one a week is a handwritten thank you note. Because how sweet is that when you get a thank you note so in the cool. mail? Love it. So here's our challenge for November. It's to express your thankfulness to someone for something specific about them. And I, I would even say not thank you for this thing you gave me, but thank you for who you are speak to who that person is to their character but every day in november thanking someone who's important to you modeling what doing what paul modeled for us which is expressing how grateful we are that god gave us the gift of that person i'm beth and that's your wrap up i need some good